Welcome to Hustle to Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Deidre Weaver. I'm a mama on a mission to live life. I definitely don't have it all figured out, but I'm learning more each day. And I'm here to help you take intentional action to find your happy and create the life of your dreams. I want to share stories and knowledge through my seasons of growth and chaos with you to empower you to let go of the hustle, the busy, the need to do more, the need to prove your worth, and embrace life on your terms. I'm back and boy do I have a story for you. Today I'm going to be talking all about a recent backpacking trip that I took with my little. Yep, that's right. Me, my middle child, along with a friend and her child, decided to load up and go hiking and spend the night in the woods. Like, how wild is that first? But it's really what I want to talk about is the confidence that I gained, but the bravery that it took in order to make this trip happen. If you followed me, if you listened to me, if you know me, then you know that I believe confidence isn't something that we just wake up with. We will never be ready for anything in our life, but what we can do is we can take action to build up the confidence that we need over time for whatever that is, right? It doesn't matter what it is. You got it. You can think of it as like a child, a baby who is barely crawling is not going to jump up and run a marathon. Like that's just not possible because they don't have the confidence to know that they can keep going. When a child is learning how to walk, they first pull up. And then they kind of wobble a little bit to see if they can hold themselves still. And they're not going to take that first step until they have the confidence that they're not going to fall just by standing. It's knowing that the next step is just going to get you a little bit further. But the same goes in our life. I know from experience, for me, travel is like high on my priority list. Getting outside, I have found really makes a difference in my mindset and how I show up in my life but what I found was that I was never confident in a lot of these things as an adult woman I look back now at the mom I am today and I wish I had this confidence as a brand new mom because as a brand new mom I was raising three kids by myself while building this business so that I could bring my husband home he was busy working hours and hours and hours and hours every single week to provide for us because again single income household we needed something different and I was drowning in motherhood I didn't even have the confidence to get out of the house like our weekly grocery trip where I had to take all three of my kids out whoa I had to build up for that right so thinking of me being the mom who would take her kid backpacking that never even would have crossed my mind. Sure, I could see other people adventuring and doing brave things, but never in a million years did I think I would be able to do that. And I share all of this because as the new mom, I just needed the confidence to get out of bed. But as the mom I am today, I needed the confidence of this adventure to take us to that next step and stage and where we're going. You don't wake up one morning full of confidence and joy and knowing that you're going to get it all right. No, no. You start at one simple thing and you build the confidence till you can do the next simple thing and then the next simple thing. When I go on adventures, I often hear from other people like, I wish that I could do that or I can't even take my kids to the grocery store. The thing is, it started by taking my kids to the park. 
It started by going on a day trip. It started in little baby steps. And I say all of that before I share my story to remind you that you can look at other people and what they're doing. I want to challenge you to ask yourself if it matters to you, what brave step can you take today to get you one step closer to where you want to be? Now, with all that being said, let's jump into the story. I have found a love for hiking, and this has developed in the last three years, I would say, a little bit more. I love to hike. I love to get outside. Being outside brings me a sense of peace. Learning my ability, my capabilities, what is in me has really developed over time. Again, literally one step at a time because, well, we're walking. Knowing what tools to have, knowing what to take with me, knowing what trails is possible for me as as myself, but then also when I do have my children with me. And again, that's developed over time. Just by exploring, I have an app called All Trails, which helps me find different trails in my area, places that I can explore. And it's just making it a priority to get outside. Whether I'm going for a walk on my road, whether I'm going to the local state park, it doesn't matter, right? What matters is that I took the action to find those places. And sometimes the research is just almost more overwhelming than actually going outside and doing it. Um, But I found a love for hiking that just brings me a sense of joy and peace. And in doing something that makes me happy and that helps me kind of refocus on where I'm at, I had to take my kids along, whether they liked it or not. I actually, my littlest, (laughs) this is a side story, but it's very funny, so I'm going to share it with you. My littlest does not love walking. He always cries about it. Once he's out there and is moving, he has the best time. He explores and he just embraces the wild. But man, getting him out the door is like pulling teeth. And he cries all the time. A couple years ago, I took my very first camping trip in a tent with my children, no husband included. I went with some friends and we went and stayed at Mammoth Cave National Park. First off, that is so cool. If you've never been, definitely check it out. They have Dino Land or Dino World close by. My kids loved it. But anyways, we went. And when you go there, you pay to go in the cave underground. And they tell you ahead of time, like, you got to go to the bathroom because there's no bathrooms down there. Yada, yada. I have my three kids. We're all ready for an adventure. And my littlest, bless his soul. (laughs) He is so cute. We were all ready to go. Like we knew we couldn't have a potty break. Like we had to to get it out of our system and we were just going to walk and explore the cave. And so we did. And this cave is like miles long. It is so big. And we get almost to the end and my littlest has a meltdown of the century. He wanted me to hold him about halfway in. And I'm like, no, we're going to keep walking. Keep walking. One foot in front of the other. You got this. And... By then, he was looking for excuses. So what was his reasoning? He was going to pee his pants. We're halfway into the cave. We still have miles to walk out. And this boy is claiming he's going to pee his pants so that I will carry him. And he drops the ground. Mom, I'm allergic to walking. Please carry me. So, of course, what do I have to do? I pick him up and I carry him all the way out of this cave in a half 
jog, run, like, you know, the ladies at the mall, their power walk with a child on my hip. And I was dying laughing, frustrated, but still, it was the experience that built his confidence over time. It's hilarious anytime I think about it because he says he's allergic to walking. But in our life and the different places that I've made my kids trudge through, the experiences that I've given them by simply Google searching or using all trails to find a different trail, he's done much harder than walking through a cave. Just recently, actually, we explored Cataract Falls, which is in Indiana, and the trail was only about two miles, but we walked for four hours straight, literally walked for four hours straight as they explored and they climbed and they played in the the water. It was incredible. It was so freaking incredible. And after we were done, we loaded up into the van and my little, the one who is allergic to walking said like, mom, I just walked for so long. And I don't know why that makes me emotional. But it was because I was brave enough to take my first steps in exploring my interest. To then be brave enough to get my kids outside. To see if it's something they're interested in. To then going on my first camping trip all by myself with my kids and some friends. But like without my husband to this cave where it wasn't a perfect experience. But it was the coolest experience. To then just last month walking for four hours straight with him. Seeing his growth and his confidence is everything that I ever could have imagined. And it just makes my heart explode. But I share that story because in finding my joy, I also find my kids who do or don't like the same things as me. And that's okay. I think that's one of the tricky parts of having a family is finding things that you can do as a family that's fun, but also that each individual person finds fun. Because my kids, they love playing these math games. I don't. I don't love numbers and I don't love math and it's not really fun for me. But I know it's fun for them. And so just like I make my littlest go hiking with me, I will be brave enough to sit down and play a math game like Monopoly with them because they love it. Back to the backpacking story. My middle child loves hiking just as much as I do. Him and I, we could walk and walk and walk for days on ends. But he's never been backpacking. Actually, me myself, I've only been backpacking twice before. And once was guided with a group, my very first experience, which I highly recommend, especially if you're nervous about trying something, find some a group to go with. Find someone who knows what they're doing who's going to be able to help you. Because for me, that's what I needed. So my friend and I took a backpacking class, and it was incredible with True North Expedition. Highly recommend any of their experiences. But we went with them and we saw what we were capable of. And then our next trip we planned with our husbands. And then we were brave enough to plan this trip with our kids because both of our kids really love hiking too. And they'd never been backpacking. So what's one night in the woods? And we knew that the trail would be 10 miles. None of us have ever done the trail even for a day trip. So we knew it would be outside of our comfort zone. But it was close to home in case of an emergency. Like... It was a moderate trail, super simple as far as logistics. But holy bananas, 
I thought that backpacking on my own was scary. Think about adding in a child that's life is dependent on you. I was overthinking it and nervous and packing and unpacking and repacking and just making sure that I had enough of everything. I packed way too much food for him. Um, But just being able to face those fears, step out of that comfort zone to provide an opportunity not only for him, but for me is huge. I can think about things all day long. I could talk about how cool it would be to take our kids backpacking because literally we talked about it all year. And it wasn't until we got down like, oh my gosh, the weather's getting bad. We have to put this on our calendar or it's just not going to happen. So we did that. We committed to picking a date and we picked a date. Then we had to kind of research what trails we wanted to look at. What would be adequate enough? How much is too much? How much is too little? What do our kids want and need? And we both knew that they could walk 10 miles. Absolutely. We both knew that they picked a trail that interested them. 100%. They are the ones who picked the trail. We knew that we were capable of doing this. And we had the confidence that if one of us was short on something, the other one would be able to provide that. And so we trusted each other enough, we trusted ourselves enough that we were willing to take these steps. And so we picked the trail, we picked the day, we packed our bags, and it's scary. It's scary putting yourself outside the comfort zone, and especially when you're doing something as vulnerable as backpacking. Because while you're backpacking, there's a lot of things that are out of your control. You can't control the weather, you can't control the terrain, you can't control who else is going to be there. We couldn't control whether or not there would be a campsite available. And I'm so glad we went when we went because we actually had a day off of school. So we were able to go hiking Friday, camp Friday night, and we hiked back out Saturday. Could we have spent all weekend there? Probably. Um, my kids my kids definitely wanted to. Um, but we went right back out on Saturday. And as we were walking out Saturday, there were so many people walking in. So it really was kind of like, wow, I'm glad that we picked a Friday. And wow, I can't believe we just did this because look at all of these adults. We had adult humans walking by us, like just looking at us bringing our kids. And it was just the coolest because not only did did it boost our confidence because of what we accomplished, but now we are more brave in deciding when we're going to go next, where we're going to go. She texted me afterwards and she's like, we just need to make a bucket list of hikes that our kids want to do so that we can build up to those over time. And I'm like, hell yes. So it's really exciting because that one step that you're taking towards your bravery builds the confidence so that you could take the next step to the next big adventure. But anyways, back to preparing. Getting prepared was half the battle. We knew confidently going in that we would be able to accomplish something, right? And no matter what, we had what we needed to get back out and be safe in the process. So that was really key. And then we started the hike. The kids were excited, bouncing off the walls, full of giggles in the back seat, the whole drive over there. And then we started hiking, um, putting on our backpacks. And when you're backpacking, if you don't know what that is, you're carrying everything that you need to survive on your back. So you actually have to come prepared and have the 
tools that you need, a tent that will keep you warm, a sleeping bag that will last in whatever weather you're in. So his is a 20 degree, so it's going to keep him warm in 20 degrees and above. Making sure we had the right clothing to walk in so that we're not too hot and not too cold. Um, Really coming prepared in that sense is super important. But you have to carry everything that you need on your back. So it's being smart about the different layers and about what you're bringing. And he'd never done that before. He'd walked plenty. And I had slowly been building his confidence in carrying a pack with him and making sure he had the water so that it wasn't like from nothing to 15 pounds or I think his pack ended up being 10 pounds um he had been carrying a pack when we went on little day hikes so it was just slowly building his confidence too we were walking and you know you have to adjust the pack a little bit you gotta make sure you have the map we took pictures of it had it on my phone um and we got going the first mile for my friend's daughter was pretty hard don't know if it was for show or if she really meant it but that was her struggle mile and it was interesting and I said this at the end of a hike like I'm so thankful that none of us all struggled on the same mile because that would have been a disaster but it was cool how each of us had a different threshold of where we were like man this freaking sucks and it was so cool to watch our kids and figure out how they managed their stress, their uncomfortable feelings, and really growing through those. So she was struggling the first mile. And I think it was just kind of adjusting to this new uncomfortable level. Like, what is this? What am I doing? Is this going to be worth it? But after a mile, she stepped into it. She found her groove. She found her pace. And everything felt good. And we got to thir- to mile three. And my little was like not having it. Like, this sucks. This is heavy. Everything hurts and I'm dying. But at mile three, we totally thought we would have to stop. Like we, my friend and I, we pulled up the app like, okay, where's the nearest campsite? Can we make it? Like if we want to be by the water, cause that was my child's goal. Like I want to be by the water. But the thing with this trail, it was an in and out. So to get to the water, you got to go the five miles. But there were some campsites about halfway through. What we didn't know then was that there was so much brush in between. The campsite wasn't connected to the trail. It was connected to the peninsula. So we got to where we thought we would have to take camp. And we couldn't get to the campsite. Like there was no possible way. And talk about defeat. Our kids were like, are you kidding us? And we knew like there was nothing else we could do, right? The only way to the end was through. We had to get through the uncomfort. We had to push through our pain, our physical barriers, our mental barriers, because our physical body could actually get us there. We knew that. We'd walked 10 miles before, and this was only five miles in one day. We knew that we physically could do it, but the mental battle that we had to face in getting there, that was everything. And we all had our own tactics, whether it was counting to a hundred, whether it was looking for certain mushrooms or birds or leaves, whether it was just observing the environment around us. Cause this trail was really cool. You had spaces where you went through the woods, where you would walk on rocks, where you would go through pine trees. It was really had the coolest, coolest environment and each environment was different. Um, so it was really 
figuring out what we needed to do internally to get through it. I was really surprised that I didn't notice a lot of my pain. And I think it was because I knew I had to be strong. I had to be strong. That sounds so silly. But I had to be strong for my child. I knew that I had to show up. My comfort didn't matter because his was more important. Wow. That's really, that makes me really emotional for some reason. I think that's what we do as moms all the time. We put our comfort last in order to help them succeed. And in this example, it happened in real life. I knew that I was capable of walking this. So I didn't have to worry about how uncomfortable I was. I knew at the end of the day, at the end of the hike, I would still be living because I'd already done this twice before. But he'd never done it before. And so I had to focus all my attention on helping him work through his uncomfort to take one step after another after another. Were there meltdowns? Absolutely. Did they cry? 100%. We fell. There was a little blood. But as we chugged along that last mile, we knew we were getting closer. And then we turned the, the bend and our kids could see the shoreline. And it was, it's so funny But it was magical how all of a sudden their energy shot up through the roof, their excitement, their joy for what they had just accomplished, but also what they saw. When they saw that water, it was no longer, oh, my back hurts, my legs hurt, I'm so tired. It was, oh, my gosh, there's the water. And they ran. They ran to the shore with the weight on their back because of what they'd accomplished. They knew that they just walked five miles. So... 20 yards to the shoreline was nothing. They knew they could run that. They knew it was possible. And seeing their joy as they splashed in the water, as they skipped rocks, as they explored, oh my gosh, that was the best, literally the best. So, so of course, then my friend and I, we set up camp we set up our tents and this is the first time I've ever used my tent so even just opening my tent like was everything here is it everything that we needed clearing up our space making sure our campground was workable making sure we had everything that we need that was also another step of confidence we knew that we could do this so we let the kids play while we set up In every experience that you have, you figure out what works and what doesn't work. The kids really wanted a campfire that evening, and we told them, well, we were setting up camp, so we didn't get any sticks. And so they had to learn for next time that we will all have our own responsibilities when it comes to setting up camp. And so the next morning, they got up and they started collecting sticks so that they could make a fire. And my son, he'd been practicing for about two months now, how to make a good fire, how to get a fire going, how to make sure it stays stays lit, all the little steps he needs along the way. And so he was confidently able to make our fire because he'd been practicing that. And it's just, it really is the coolest. None of us were excited to load everything back on our backs and go away, go back home because they wanted to stay there. They wanted to keep camping. Um, And we knew that the only way out was through the woods right back the five miles that we went. So we set benchmarks, goals that we could work towards on our way. We knew where we wanted to have lunch because it was such an awesome place. And we knew if we could just get there, things would be golden. And so we did that. 
And it was awesome seeing them laugh, seeing them smile, seeing them try new foods, seeing them just get dirty and explore. That is everything that I ever could want for my child. Just the confidence to do something new, the bravery to unplug and to explore the world around them. Oh my gosh, it makes my heart so full. But after lunch, we loaded back up and I don't know if lunch actually helped or hurt us because mile four, I was dying. I'm like, Thank heavens the end is near because I might just have to roll over right here. At this point, I knew we were so close to the end that I think I didn't have to worry about my kid anymore. I knew he was going to make it. And so that's when the reality of like, holy crap, woman, you are sore, sat in. And I just had to push my way through one step at a time. And then we got to the end and it was just so empowering. Like, I was so proud of myself. I know my friend was so proud of herself. We were proud of each other because we were able to show up and give our kids this incredible experience. We were able to show up and be brave enough to try something new. We set ourselves up for the confidence that we need to continue raising these wild children in all senses of that word. And after we got back home, we were really able to reflect on what we accomplished the bravery that it took, the hard work that it took, the grit that it took. And she sent me a picture of some place that she wants to check out. She's like, what do you think about this one? And I showed it to my little and he just looked at it. He said, I think spending a weekend there would make my dreams come true. He knew how hard that hike was. He knew how hard it was to backpack, but he had built his confidence and he knew that he could do it. And so he looked at that picture, not saying like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to do that again, but instead saying all of that hard work was worth it. Let's do it again because that view is worth it. And I share this with you, not because I expect you to go out backpacking, but I want to give you the confidence to take the first step to whatever it is you want, right? Maybe you want to learn how to skateboard. Maybe you want to go biking in the woods. Maybe you just want to run a 5k or a marathon. Maybe it's something way different than that. I don't know. But what I'm saying is you're not going to be ready ever. You will never be ready for that moment. But the only way that you're going to get closer to ready is by trying, is by taking that first step, by doing something new today. And so the bravery in that backpack trip has given me the confidence to start looking into what's next, into the next step. I can't wait for more adventures. I can't wait to continue trying something new. (sighs) Gosh, my heart just explodes sharing this story with you. And I hope that you got something out of it because if nothing else, I know I did. I got something out of the experience, but I hope in me sharing, you're able to walk away with something too. I know for me, something that's been on my heart for a long time is wild wellness. What that is, I don't even know. (laughs) That's just the words that God's brought to me. But it comes down from the idea that the way to connect to ourselves is to get out of the screens. A way to connect to ourselves and learn about who we are is getting dirty. It's getting out in nature. I know most of the things that I've learned, the hard things that I've gone through 
happened in the slowdown of getting outside, whether that's kayaking in the cold, whether it's camping with my kids on my own, whether it's backpacking, just being outside and the opportunity to be with myself, to ground, to focus, being in nature teaches you a lot, a lot about who you are, a lot about what your values are, your priorities. And when you can get uncomfortable, and I've found that some of the most uncomfortable spaces are outside, when you can get uncomfortable, your confidence will shoot up. But we don't ever push ourselves to do those scary things. We don't push ourselves to get outside and get real with us. We rely on the convenience of the world around us. And hey, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Not at all. Because trust me, I love heat. I love hot showers. But what I'm saying is you got to know that you can survive without those. If we're relying on instant gratification our entire lives, it's going to be really hard to be happy ever. We're always going to be searching for that next dopamine hit. But what if instead you could get comfortable with nothing? What if instead you can get comfortable alone? What if instead you could get comfortable providing for yourself? I know for me, self-sufficiency is a top priority. I want to know that if the world goes to hell in a handbasket real quick, I can take care of me and my own. And listen, that's just a value and a priority to me. That doesn't mean it has to be for you. But this past year, I've spent time gardening. I've spent time really preparing and getting things teaching myself how to do these things, learning from my parents, from my husband's parents, from other people that I follow on social media. And there's just so much gratitude and pride that comes from harvesting your own animal, that comes from having a garden filled with food. I, I can't explain it. And it's okay if it's not your thing. But for me, it is my thing. For me, it helps me feel good knowing that That if the world shut down today, I could provide for my own. And so I have this weird idea that's been floating around. I don't know if you've ever read the book Big Magic, but I have. And so this idea was given to me and I've held on to it. Wild wellness, wild wellness, wild wellness. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it stands for. But it's the idea of getting outside so that you can be happier, healthier version of you. And so that's who I'm showing up for. I know I wish I would have had experiences like this when I was younger. Could you think if teens or kids like my kid had the means to get outside, to build their confidence, to know that they can provide for themselves, they can live out in the wild, how much better is that going to feel? And I never was one to be a Girl Scout. Um, I don't know anything about Cub Scouts. But I think it's like the same idea. But I think so many of us adult women don't have those experiences either. Maybe you just need to introduce a little more messy, a little more wild to your life. To know that you don't have to be perfect. That busy isn't the answer. And sometimes it's stepping outside to be clear on who you are on the inside. Thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you so, so much. If this episode spoke to you, 
please do me a favor and leave a rating, drop a review, or simply share this episode with a friend. It means more to you than you will ever, ever know. Now, go on out there and live, smile, celebrate, and be so damn proud of you. Thank you.